On this episode of Take Talks Business, I'll be speaking with Megan Timlin, Academy Coordinator, and Sarah Rutzis, Senior Internship Coordinator for the Entrepreneurship and Business Academy at Kempsville High School in Virginia Beach. Well, Megan, Sarah, thank you both for joining me. Thanks for having us. Um, so let me have each of you just give a quick background, an introduction about yourself, your background, and, and I guess how you ended up not just at Kempsville, but specific with the Academy. Um, so I'm Megan Timlin. I um, started with the Academy when it when it was first founded as the coordinator here. Um, my background is all 16 years with Virginia Beach City Public Schools. I started as a marketing teacher, um, got an admin endorsement, was an assistant principal at Independence Middle School for a little while, um, and then this opportunity opened up and I jumped right on the chance to kind of start an entrepreneurship and business academy here at Kempsville High School. I'm also a Kempsville grad, so that is um, an added bonus for me to nice. be here. So yeah. a reunion of sorts. Constant, awesome. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all the time. So uh, my name is Sarah Rutzis, and I am the internship coordinator teacher for our senior students within our Entrepreneurship and Business Academy program. Um, I am also a Kemsville grad, um, and I started working for Virginia Beach City Public Schools in 2011. Uh, started off teaching business education courses for a few years at the middle school, um, and I happened to run into Megan at a conference, and she said, I'm starting a business academy, and I said, I'm on board. And, That's awesome. And I should and say I that I, Sarah is also my former student. So when I taught marketing here at Kempsville, yes, actually, Sarah was one of my students. Yeah. So that was, awesome. it's an added um, bonus to have Sarah and work alongside her That's now so cool. as a colleague. Yeah. Nice. So, That's so cool. Yeah. Can you give a little bit of an overview of kind of what the academy focuses on? Obviously, entrepreneurship and business, but for the students... What can they expect kind of when they come into the program? So our, we're the newest academy in Virginia Beach City Public Schools. Um, we're a brainchild of our superintendent, Dr. Spence, who really wanted to build an entrepreneurial ecosystem here within Virginia Beach and basically affect our region as a whole because we have students who you know work now in Norfolk and some of our partnering cities. So it, it's really something that's really helped us regionally as, as a whole. Um, but our academy program has three um, strands of study that our students can enter into when they join us, um, entrepreneurship and innovation, business information technology and corporate finance and so when a student comes to us in ninth grade and, and they do apply and they um, to get accepted here when they join us they take an introduction course that kind of exposes them to those three strands um, and then by the end of their ninth grade year they make a choice as to kind of how they want to specialize within one of those for their 10th and 11th grade years um, and so our entrepreneurship students actually start businesses they use the lean startup model and they actually hit the ground running to earn capital at the end of the year to start a business in their junior year. Um, and then our business information technology students are really focused on the computer and technology side of business. Um, and we do send them to the Advanced Technology Center, which is oh, um, an offset of Virginia Beach City Public Schools. It's another program that we offer, but the, there they can really dive into like web design or cybersecurity or networking or engineering. I mean, so those, all of those strands of study are offered at the ATC and we didn't want to recreate the wheel here at Kempsville. Why not utilize what is already really great and offered within Virginia 
Virginia Beach City Public Schools. So those students who pick that strand will spend two years at the, at the ATC is what we okay. call it. Wow. Um, and then our finance students study accounting um, and corporate finance and business law. And then they are able to go on and um, study college level accounting at Tidewater Community College and actually can work towards earning an associate's degree in business administration with TCC. So that, those, that's kind of the high level view of our, our program of study. We also offer, I mean, we offer specialized English courses, social studies courses, public speaking classes that the students can take as electives. Um, new this year is we're offering a culinary entrepreneurship. So kind of the rest restaurant side nice. of business um, and looking at, which will be really cool. Yeah, some catering options, some hospitality with, you know, being in yeah. an area where hospitality is big, that seems like a, a, another market that we can reach out and offer a course in. Um, so we have a lot of different electives in those areas leading up to senior year, which with um, Sarah, Miss Rootsis, they will pursue an internship. Um, kind of like a college student would, where they are basically on the job site, hopefully putting to work the skills and knowledge that they have gained while they are in our program here at Kempsville. Um, there are a lot of different facets and opportunities involved in kind of what I just talked about, but we started in 2015. We just graduated our first class this past spring, um, the class of 2020. Um, so we have done everything at least once, even in COVID times. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and now we're continuing yeah. to um, innovate and expand and um, learn from what we've, what we've experienced thus That's far. Great. Well, and it, I didn't, I even didn't, and I've, I've partnered with you all for, for two mm -hmm. or three years now. And even I didn't realize the extensiveness of how diverse the, the students have from a, from an elective standpoint and that it's, it's not like you come in, there's a one Academy, everyone kind of goes through that same track and you all kind of finish with the same degree. I mean, you guys have really diversified where the students can take their place of study, even though it's all falls technically still within that entrepreneurial business um, academy, especially with the hospitality, which to your point is, is absolutely huge. Um, yeah, we're excited about that. And if that. you ever need a tester for the hospitality and the food, <laughs> I will be more than happy to okay. come over and, and participate for that. <laughs> awesome. Um, so when they get to that senior year, then Sarah, kind of where do you take them from that point? All right. So the internship is the culmination of their skills across three years. And what they you know, are expected to do is connect with an outside business partner, community leader, um, organization, um, and, you know, they perform an internship. And so... You know, the, the goal is that they are bringing their skill set to the table, but they're also learning within their experiences as an intern. And so quarterly students set new goals. They work with their internship mentor who could be, you know, it could be a, a local business owner. It could be somebody who is a leader within an organization or a business. Um, and they work to develop their skill set and implement their skill set. And I remember starting out students, you know, setting some goals for the first nine weeks of, you know, what are, what are you going to accomplish within your internship? What, how do those align with the, the goals of the organization or the business? Yeah. And I had students who were surpassing those goals within the first week of their <laughs> internship. Wow. And so it was kind of almost like they underestimated a little bit because they felt like students needed such a time to acclimate, yeah. which of course with any organization, you want to give any new employer or somebody new to the team a time to accl acclimate. But it was amazing for students to go back and reflect 
from, you know, I'll say quarter three was when right before COVID hit. And so, you know, for them to reflect upon, look at where I started to look at where I'm, what I'm doing now. Um, I'm just like an employee. I'm a team member. And, um, they were taking ownership of their work. They, um, really contributed greatly to some of these businesses and organizations. Um, and I'll definitely get into some specifics later, but the overarching goal is to, for them to get some actual real world experience. Our students need to be beyond the four walls of this school building. And, you know, this year it's going to be different because they're going to you know, need to be beyond the four walls of their Schoology classroom, I guess you could yeah. say. Um, because that's where the real learning happens. We yeah. can teach them all day long in a classroom and in a class setting about different aspects of business, but they need to experience it in order to actually learn. Yeah. And that's what the internship gives and provides for our students. That's great. Now, with that internship, so do most of them then still go on to um, either a two-year or four-year, or are some of them rolling directly into employment with some of those businesses? What's yes. been your experience from that so, side? Uh, Pre-COVID, a lot of them um, were compensated, quite a few of them. Yeah. I would say 35% of the class of our seniors at that time were compensated for their work as an intern. Gotcha. Um, and if they were able to, during COVID, uh, were able to and were able to virtually report based on the work that they were doing, were still compensated, which was really nice. Oh, yeah. um, and I actually still have quite a few students now, I would say that I've been able to keep up with about 10 who are still currently working within their internship, wow, so which is great. really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it has certainly paid off. Um, or they certainly have like a connection that they can always go back and revisit. A lot of them are excited to go back and intern during college. They're like, "You have a place with us when you That's know, awesome. in a couple of years when you need to satisfy your internship requirement for college, yeah. which is really nice." That is nice. It kind of takes a little bit of the stress off of what's yes. already kind of a hectic four years to begin with. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so can you get into a little bit how I got involved, uh, full disclosure for our listeners, is that, um, Sarah, you and I have known each mm-hmm. other uh, through your husband for several years, yes. uh, wonderful family that you are. Um, and in doing so, you had reached out to uh, have me partner with the Job Shadows. Mm-hmm. So could you all discuss a little bit about how the Job Shadows work and, and kind of who you look to reach out to and, and kind of what you tend to kind of focus on for the students? Sure. So um, through the internship program, I think something that everyone needs to understand is that we don't just throw these kids out into the world and say, go get an internship. It's a buildup, um, just like in any environment, any type of network, you, you got to get connections. Yeah. You got you to gotta learn some names and some faces. And based on your interests, you know, we really want students to pursue their passions and pursue areas and industries that they're excited about and that they want to know more about. And so that's why we implement a job shadow day. And it's really, you know, pre-COVID, it's an opportunity (laughs) for students to spend a day outside of the classroom and in, you know, that fly on the wall uh, experience of where they get to shadow a a professional for the day and see the ins and outs of their job. Um, and, and they kind of get to get their hands dirty a little bit and they get to experience and see what it's about. And I'll say that I've had great success where students have connected really well with their job shadow day mentor a few Mm -hmm. 
you will, on that day. And then a couple years later, when they go to do their internship, they reach back out because they've made that connection. They're interested. I have students who've earned summer jobs, you know, maybe not as far as the internship, but they have made connections. Um, Or this was an individual who was able to push them to another person within their network. And so building their professional network is so important and it starts we really encourage students to start that as early as freshman year, yeah. um, but also expand upon that in sophomore and junior year. Yeah. Through the entrepreneurship and innovation strand, our students rely uh, a lot on their mentor and their their um, incubator coaches yeah. to kind of make some connections to move their business forward. So that is an endless supply. Same thing with our students in the business and information technology strand that go to the ATC. I mean, they're they're constantly exposed to different connections through those programs. Um, and same thing with our corporate finance students. You know, we, we encourage them to participate in as many job shadow days um, as they possibly can. Um, they can they can start pursuing job shadow days as early as sophomore year, mm-hmm. um, but they're really set out for our sophomores and juniors gotcha. to just enjoy the day and. What's really fun is I think a lot of people just kind of sign up thinking like, oh, you know, I'll just do this once and it'll be fun to mentor. And what's really great is I get people, returners like you, Jack, and you come back time and time again. And it's really nice to pair the process of that job shadow day and how it starts is I survey students. I say, what are you interested in? What do you like? What do you want to know more about? It's based on their inquiry and just some things that they're excited about. What, What gets them you know, what, what gets them with the stars in their eyes, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm so excited. Um, and what's really nice is when I'll have students who will have a really awesome job shadow day experience and they'll turn around and tell underclassmen, hey, when you go through your job shadow day, That's you need great. to make sure that Mr. Yeah. pairs you with so-and-so and so-and-so. So it's really nice for them to be like, it was so much fun. I had a great time. I mean, of course, they're excited to be out of class, but <laughs> I mean, well, and Job Shadow Days yeah. started as programmatically. We had, I mean, there were articles on our program starting, and business folks came out of the woodwork and wanted That's to great. be involved. And it's like we had to find ways, like how do we get the, how do we find multiple ways yeah. for the business community to be involved in what we're doing here? And so some folks are hesitant to sign up for a year long internship and take on a kid for a year, but folks are willing to give up a day here yes. and there yeah. just to like host a kid. And then they get their feet wet with us. They see how professional our students are for high schoolers. Mm-hmm. They see how professional Sarah is and our staff is. And then I think that it just sells it from there. Then mm-hmm. people are more willing to take a kid for an internship after they've experienced job chat day or they've coached um, or mentored kids through incubator edu so it's a it's a great opportunity for us to involve the business community and what we're doing yeah so some of the other partnerships that you had talked a little bit briefly about tcc's partnership mm-hmm. um do you have any kind of other long-term partnerships that the with the businesses with the academy itself yeah, so we've got, we have a lot. Um, like I said, people came out of the woodwork when there started to be some articles on us in the newspaper and us starting, which was awesome. And a lot of yeah. Kempsville grads, like yeah. who have stayed in the area or local or even, you know, from overseas or out of the area, you know, there's wow. ways to connect with people. And so people were excited about the opportunity. 
Um, yeah, we have a great partnership with TCC where our students can pursue a business administration degree. Um, we have a great partnership with ODU, and that was recognized actually as a model partner with Virginia Beach City Public Schools this year. Um, ODU does so much for us. They not only um, provide us coaches and mentors for incubator, they do job shadow, they serve on our advisory committee, um, but they also, um, we just did a memorandum of understanding with them where our incubator class is going to earn if students um, matriculate to ODU, they would get four credit hours in the business college for taking wow. incubator EDU and getting a B or higher. So that's a course that's not an AP course or a dual enrollment course, but kids are earning college credit for. So that wow. was a really cool thing that we got to do with ODU. We also have a great partnership with um, Gold Key PHR. Mr. Bruce Thompson is yes. our um, benefactor for our pitch night. Um, and yes. he has graciously hosted two um, pitch nights for us and donated $25,000 of his own funds toward our business startups. And he is very involved with those business startups. He doesn't just donate money and leave. He comes back and gives feedback to the kids. He gives them connections. He's like, I got a box guy. I own a pizza restaurant. Like, here's the box guy to one of our kids who was doing a subscription box service. So nice. I mean, he's really invested, um, not just financially, but he's invested in startups for you know this area and improving the area. So um, that's been a really cool one. Mike Ziders is awesome, who owns Ziders American Dream Theater. Mike yeah. serves on our incubator um, EDU board um, and he's been great. I'll tell you what, if COVID continues and we can't have a pitch night here, we may see if we can have one at Ziders. Um, but Mike has been here from the beginning. He um, helped write an entrepreneurship curriculum years and years and years ago um, and in, now is back in the area and he's just been really awesome to help with That's us. Um, Virginia Beach Economic awesome. Development mm -hmm. has Jeff been Smith. really helpful. Mm -hmm. Jeff, Jeff Smith in particular, but really their whole Jeff office Hill. has helped us. Mm -hmm. They do job shadow. They sit on the yes. advisory board. Um, Klett Consulting and Mr. Klett has been a longstanding partner with cybersecurity. He yes. takes mm -hmm. interns. He takes job shadow days. I mean, he's He's one of the first to donate towards our donor wall that's being constructed this summer across from my office. Um, and it's really, I think when people think about partnerships, sometimes they think that they have to write a check to us and that we're just looking for money. And money's been great for our program, but I would by far rather take, you know, Bruce Thompson or Mark Klett's experience and their stories for these students and the, and the time that they spend with them over a financial donation. An you know, obviously we would never turn that away, yes. but... Um, really, we, we are looking for people who want to get involved and want to give back to our community and share stories with students. Yes. So those are just a few. Sarah probably has more. She's got, I mean, we yeah, work well, with tons of businesses. I mean, businesses. what's really funny is like as we're kind of going through this list of like our our partners, it, it's funny because then they kind of recircle back into other opportunities yeah. because I was just on a call earlier with Steve Goad for Operation Smile and I have two kids who are interning for them right now and they're actually sitting in an, a virtual conference right now um, with their high school chapter to try to get hopefully uh, a trip going to Latin America maybe in March we'll see wow. but just the efforts and the boots on the ground kind of efforts that they're having to do virtually to get that off and running on the ground getting that moving forward um, but you know we brought in Steve Goad through Operation Smile to introduce design thinking. He was like, you don't need me. You need Kemsville people. You need yeah. people from the Kemps Academy. And so I came in and I did a session on design thinking and it was like boom, 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 boom. And we started going from there and we brought in our, our two of our, our senior students. And then we also brought in a student who's already graduated and he's working with Bobby Wright 
through the percolator in Norfolk. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of our you know students who is still continuing to work with his within his internship. Um, so wow. it's just it's so funny how you know that six degrees of separation yeah. really it brings it all back in because we're still you know working and building our our network and it's broadening and broadening. Um, I will say I did have internship mentors this year who kind of said to me, you know, in the beginning, I really just did this as a, as a favor to a colleague, as a favor to a friend. And I'm so glad I did it because now I want five more, bring me more. So it's been, uh, it was, that was the rewarding part of this year. Um, pre COVID of course, but (laughs) like I said, this is like, this is kind of our opportunity to do a little bit of a call to the community in that there are ways to engage our students virtually and they will deliver great work. Um, and they also bring it a different purse, you know, perspective to the table. Um, and they are talented individuals and, you know, this is a way to engage them, not only in a professional environment, but give them experience and opportunity. Yeah. Especially when you talk about the the seven five seven and the efforts that, that that we're putting in and workforce development's putting in and the business community's putting in and trying to retain the talent that we're developing within our community that yes. they don't go off to college and then we lose them to right. other cities or other states that they're actually coming back and I think those are those partnerships that yes. they develop at a very what we consider to be a young age that brings them back to the community because they have those relationships with a Bruce Thompson, with a Mark Clutt, with, with those guys that, that are leaders within the community that they know that they can come back and also be leaders within the community as well. So it, it's wonderful to hear um, that more and more of those, those professionals in the community are getting involved. Um, so without getting too in-depth because we could probably spend an entire episode on nothing but this, but what are some of the the adaptations you've had to make for the COVID? Oh, well, I mean, virtual learning in itself is, is, a, is a big shift, yeah. I think, for all of us. Um, and I think in the spring, it was it happened very quickly. Um, and I think that we, we weren't totally prepared for what was going to take place. I will say now, I mean, at this point in time, we're talking the school division has has approved a recommendation that we start 100% virtual. Um, and we have some, some zones to hopefully be able to get back to some sense of what normalcy was before this at yeah. some point this school year. Um, but, you know, we've, we've been tasked with how do we offer our classes virtually? How do we provide um, these opportunities to the business community virtually? I think Sarah has probably a pretty large task that she's not alone with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, has, she has me by our side and <laughs> yeah. she's got a support team. Um, but how do we create internships virtually? Because we get that question a lot from our senior parents right now. You know, is this class just going to go away? And um, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> it is still a requirement. And, and, I, and I do think that you just have to think differently and be open-minded. Um, no, our students might not be reporting to a site every day like they were, but they can report virtually. There's a lot they can do virtually we've all found that we can work from home to some degree if we have to Um, and our students are no different and I think that we can still provide them tasks they can still research businesses they can still spend time with a mentor learning from them Um, I've talked with some parents who you know are like well this is what I do for my job I work on accounting like can my daughter or son sit next to me and like maybe take a task I'm like well yeah they they actually could that would be a great especially if they're learning like finance or they're interested in finance that would be a great thing for them to do um, 
So I think we're having to pivot. Um, we offer master classes where you know folks come out and speak once a week. We immediately shifted to, and it was actually one of our teachers, Sarah Smith, who really like set it up where we we shifted to an online format in the spring. Um, and we, and the kids we, showed up. The kids showed up. I mean, we had a hundred kids on wow. one call listening to a mentor and actually, you know, Sarah's husband, Bill did one for us yeah. and nice. we twisted nice. his arm. We All needed right. some folks. Yeah. Um, but you know, we've already started to shift where, you know, we can provide some of the things that we were doing, um, pre COVID. We just have to, we have it's to think about it differently. Different. Yeah. It's just a different approach. Yeah. Parameters are a little bit different, but it's still doable. Now, job shadow, I would say at this yeah, point, gonna is, is going to get pushed off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, maybe we can do them in the spring or we can do them rolling, you know, like what days work for yeah. you? Are you willing to take a couple kids on this day? And that's um, where I've had some success because I think, you know, in the past, I was like, oh, we're just going to put two dates on the calendar and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And then last year, I kind of shifted it to, yeah, I'm going to have those two dates, but then I really don't want them to miss out on this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So... I had a, a, a couple of mentors who were like, hey, I'd love to take a group of 10 people and this is what we have going on in our building and it would be a great opportunity for them to come and see or we're going to have a conference and they can participate. And so it's, yeah. I mean, then all I have to do is just a field trip for them and out the door they go. You know, yeah. it's great. Yeah. So it just looks a little bit different. And, you know, I've kind of been trying to wrap my mind around what maybe a virtual job shadow day would look like. I mean, I don't know if somebody would walk around. No, I don't, time I don't think yeah. that. I think that would be, I don't think that that would completely I've work. I thought about yeah. that too. Yeah. But I mean, I think that we also need folks to feel comfortable coming back. And even, I mean, I know right now in our division plan, you know, visitors aren't allowed in the building mm. when we have students and staff here. And yeah. so I think that, you know, we are going to be in this particular setting for, for the foreseeable future. So mm -hmm. yeah. we have been working behind the scenes on what it looks like. Our requirements aren't changing, just maybe how students have gotten those requirements. Before we, we, we get too far into to wrapping up, I did want to throw out any success stories that either of you have from the academy. And you had said that you've now graduated your first yeah. uh, full class. Yeah. Um, so 91. I'm interested to hear kind of how that, that, how some of those success stories have converted over, uh, post-graduation. Well, they're, they're only like two months out, so yeah. I don't know that <laughs> that far removed. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we've yeah. seen, so we've seen a lot of success while they were even students here. Yeah. Um, two that come to mind are Titi and Mayana mm -hmm. who just graduated this past, um, this past spring and um, they they actually were they pitched um, in our first pitch night ever um, a, an organization called Teens for Teens they did not get funding um, they for their business they wanted to do some some type of camp first for teens and it just wasn't new enough for the board at the time um, but they um, can bootstrap there and get a thousand dollars to be able to get into this accelerator class that we have where you have to have funding in order to take the class because you actually have to start the business um, nice. They so did. they bootstrapped. They showed up here over the summer, like it was probably two, two or three years ago, mm -hmm. like did it today. They mm -hmm. showed up with like a shoebox full $1,000 in cash to show me. They're like, Miss Simmons, look what we found. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you, someone needs to take you to a bank immediately yes. because you yes. have a box full of $1,000 wow. like cash. 
Uh, yeah, so that was lesson number one. But so they got into Accelerator and um, we make them, as I mentioned before, we make them pitch mid-year um, to Mr. Thompson, who's the donor. And these girls did not want to pitch to Mr. Thompson because they were like, he didn't give us any money. Like, we did not want to pitch to him. Like, he, who, who is he? So we made them, like, stay and pitch to their idea. They had they pivoted their idea to a camp for incarcerated kids okay. based on their family experiences. Both of them have had um, parents. Parents. They're children. Yeah, children of incarcerated parents. Sorry. Yeah. Um, both of them um, were in that situation where they had a parent or parents um, who were incarcerated and they wanted to provide some sort of a support group for kids. Wow. And so this was on the heels of basically something in the water coming for the first time. And um, Mr. Thompson heard them pitch and he was like, you know what? I need to get them in front of Pharrell Williams. And he made it happen. That's we awesome. we were at a party at the Cavalier um, where we went into a private boardroom and those girls got up as nervous as they were and they pitched in front of Pharrell and probably there were no more than 20 people in the whole room. Wow. And um, they, they, I mean, he, he took their packet, told them, you know, he would think about it and not th that, that was successful, but those girls went on regardless. They created yeah. a camp last summer. And they implemented. That they implemented camp. the wow. camp. They, had three they went through sessions. Yeah, I think. they went through a, a Baptist nice. church and they found met their own mentors and they really like they they were determined to make this happen. Um, and they, they still are they doing did. it today. It's yeah. BCI nonprofit. Nice. You can look them up. Um, and now they're both pursuing other things in addition, but one of them through their, through her internship is interested now in real estate through Austin Frangoulas, who's one of our yes. um, advisory board. Yes. Yeah. Austin. My son graduated with Austin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Austin's great. So yes. Austin's been with us from the, like the start too. And, um, he actually, yeah, he's been with Mayana since they created a, the first like fidget spinner. Mm -hmm. Um, and he like saw them and th thought that's a great idea. And Austin wanted to mentor them way back when they were ninth graders. And, oh, that's um, awesome. so yeah, I mean, so they were, they're really cool. Um, um, we have a current one, Evan Need. I don't know if you've seen our rap video that has just been <laughs> gone viral, but no. we have a student currently, Evan Need. Yes. Um, Evan started his own nonprofit called Planting Shade. Um, and it, basically, he, he wants to plant trees to help cover um, the environment and to help create more shade. With, um, and with erosion with erosion yeah. yes okay. so very environmental friendly planting yes. shade is his business he gives out trees he has a lot of events where he he gives out trees and he does things but he's also a cinematographer videographer yes. he just did a um a rap video for our administrative team he wrote and produced it it actually was on wavy tv and wvec last week nice um but he, he also uh, took on an intern last year yeah he actually oh, no, he actually was, took on yeah, an intern, intern as a sophomore <laughs> he took a senior yes. intern so like wow. we've got some really creative yeah. evan's pretty creative yeah, yeah. so, th so those cool. are two Providing different yeah, Evan BCI is going to take one on of a kind an intern as well. Nice. So our yes. students giving back, wanting to host yeah. master classes, wanting to be, wanting to take interns. So and there's so many. I mean, like there's yeah. so many. We, there's a story behind each kid that we there really had. is, especially through each of their internships. Um, at the end of you know one of our pivotal moments, I guess, in graduating this first class of seniors is that we had to pick our top ten internships, and wow. it was hard yeah. to pick a top 10 because a lot of them did such an incredible job. And um, I think it was this, during this time of COVID, the students that stepped up and still produced and saw it through or really stepped in and, and filled a huge void for the organization. Those are the students that we were able to recognize wow. during that time, That's which so was cool. really, really nice. And you know, what was also really nice is that we saw some students who 
maybe had not always been recognized Mm -hmm. throughout their time in the academy really shined through their internship. Maybe they were not the most studious of students, um, but to see them in action was really nice. Um, It was like a passion project. Yeah. They were actually really focused on something they were really interested in for maybe once in their lives that like that gave them the opportunity. Wow. So cool. So, So with all things being equal, kind of where do you see, now that you've had your first full class go through, kind of what do you all see as kind of the next step for, for the academy? Or anything that new or anything that's, that you're really excited about? I think we're definitely excited about the culinary class. I yeah. mean, I will say this, Miss Riley Edwards is an amazing teacher and she has grown that catering program yeah. here at Kimsville. But to see our kids really throw themselves into that and yeah. then, you know, that helps me shift my focus of partnerships of what direction do I need to bring in, you know, because at, when I sit down and I look at our culinary contacts, yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to broaden my horizons on that. And so it just, based on the student interests, that's how we continue to grow our network that's of awesome. people. Yeah, I, th- I think that, I mean, like any we like any good business, like we're not going to continue in this model. And <laughs> clearly we're shifting maybe a little quicker than I wanted to after yeah. having built yeah. a brand new program. Yep. Um, but I think that we're not afraid of what innovation is out there. And I think that oftentimes in what we've done with our kids, even through this internship piece becoming virtual, it's like we're, you know, we're telling them, propose this to us. Like, what ideas do you have? And I, and I think that we will always be open to that. And that possibility just always excites me that, you know, another Evan Need is going to walk through the door one day and have a great idea for something that we can then help them yeah. um, execute. And I think that that's really what's exciting and ever-changing about our program. Um, and, you know, I am excited for us to be just a little bit more established um, to see where our graduates go. Like in five years, I'd love to be able to tell yeah. you I have this many kids who went on to get an MBA or, I mean, this many kids come back and have master classes or take kids for job shadow day. Like they're still a little young to do some of that stuff, but well, we're going to let them. But I'm excited to see how our, our population of graduates, like what yeah. they do for us, how, where they go in the community. I'm not due for us, but like, you know, like where they go and how how we've impacted their lives moving forward. Mm-hmm. Those those data pieces are really important to me moving mm-hmm. forward and, and, and to kind of track and see what happens next. Yeah, I agree. Anything that we can see, how that how that sustains within the 757, I think is going to be incredibly valuable. And even those that go beyond that, because, I mean, Pharrell's a perfect example where mm-hmm. he... Where he quote-unquote left the area but he's still given back in such a great manner with with his community I mean, that, roots that, himself that, here yeah exactly so I'm, I'm excited to see too especially having seen some of the students go through the program uh, I'm also excited to see them come back well I could spend like another hour talking to you all about this <laughs> stuff but but I want to thank you all for taking the time to oh, talk to you. me thank and, and talk us. to the listeners of Tag Talks and uh Good luck with everything. I, I do not envy you because I, I know, <laughs> I know the the next uh, few months are going to be just absolutely different. crazy. But just um, different, different. But different. yeah, but but please know myself, our listeners. I, I know. I hope you know that we. Please always feel free to reach out to us. Yeah. Um, we have a great network, and and I know. Um, many of my listeners would, would be happy to help as well. So yeah, get involved with us. Send us do. an email. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and to that point, how do they connect with you all? Um, I, 
Through our website, Kempsville High School, you can find my email address. It's megan.timlin at vbschools.com. Really just send okay. me an email or Sarah an email. That's really the best way or give us a phone call. We're here. I'm here okay. working. So we're Perfect. back in the building, even if the students aren't here. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you both again for your thank time. You. And thank, thank you to you listeners of Take Talks. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.